0: Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. This is Good Morning BT with Bo Thompson and Beth Troutman. News Talk 1110, 99.3 WBT. Tuesday, February 13th. Bo and Beth here in the Tyboid studio talking politics. This time tomorrow, we'll be welcoming presidential candidate Nikki Haley coming up on Thursday. We'll have candidate Don Brown for Congress in District Number 8. And speaking of Congress, let's uh, turn our sights on District Number 6 and welcome back to the show, a candidate in that competitive primary on the GOP side, Christian Castelli is back with us. Good morning to you.
1: Good morning.
2: Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us early on a Tuesday morning. And I just wanted to let voters get to know the candidates that they could potentially be voting for when early voting starts later this week. Now, District 6 has been redrawn. It now includes Davie County, Rowan County, Davidson, a little bit of Forsyth, a little bit of Guilford, and a little bit of Cabarrus County. Now, you've been in the race for quite some time, but the uh, former Congressman, from that district is now running once again. Mark Walker, who was in the in the race for governor, uh, now is back in the race for the District 6 congressional seat. Let's talk about how you plan to get out of this primary. You're up against not only Mark Walker, but Bo Hines and four other uh, candidates.
1: Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, I think we have a very clear path to victory here in this primary to become the nominee again. Uh, I am the only veteran in the race uh, in this six-way primary. There are 800,000 veterans in the state of North Carolina, 80,000 in this district. Uh, two VA hospitals, a VA home. They are a huge constituency uh, and, and voting group within the, within the district. Uh, my candidacy appeals to veterans, sportsmen, um, first responders, And so we are definitely targeting those groups. Uh, as our pathway to victory.
0: So to that point, uh, we just watched, just a little bit before we had you on, the Senate uh, passed this $95 billion foreign aid package, uh, and uh, you know several Republicans uh, had to vote for this in order for it to pass, but uh, you are, and you have made uh, your military service so much a part of your campaign. Uh, this, this foreign aid package, especially with what's going on overseas, and we know that's the catalyst for it, but we also know that this does not have border legislation Built into it, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Because now we are going to see what happens in the U.S. House, and you want to be a part of that.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's going to pass muster in the House. Uh, we've got the Speaker uh, is not pleased with it. We have the presumptive nominee and and President Trump uh, speaking out against it, and I just don't think it's going to uh, uh, pass muster with the House, and it's going to be uh, shot down in the House. Let's. Uh, there's a lot of problems with it. It passed in the Senate, but. Uh, Again, there's too too many issues with it. It doesn't include border security, our number one issue. Uh, The number one complaint from Republicans across the board is uh, we need to be concerned with our border before we start securing other people's borders and sending them money to do so.
2: Let's actually talk about that issue because that has been a topic of conversation on Capitol Hill for the past several weeks. Because the Senate came up with a, a what they called a compromise bill that was put together by um, a Republican senator from Oklahoma, and then it was DOA on the uh, on the House floor. And Mike Johnson made that incredibly clear. the The conversation has certainly been about finger pointing more than anything that, that Democrats are responsible, that Republicans are responsible. The the question is, what are the solutions? I think all of us as as voters and as taxpayers, we don't want to hear the the blame game anymore. We actually want to hear what people are going to put forward when it comes to solutions and solving the problems.
1: Yeah, I think that particular uh, bill was DOA due to the amnesty provisions in it. Uh, that's just not going to fly with uh, what the people want and their elected representatives uh, that are representing. Uh, each congressman represents 750,000 people in their district. The overwhelming majority of the people are not happy with the situation at the border. And uh, that, that clause in that bill, in particular with the amnesty, is just not cutting mustard with the people and their elected representatives. So to me, that's that's why that one was DOA.
0: So you're in a six-way battle for the GOP nomination right now. We just did a debate with District Number 8, and that's a six-way battle as well. And last time we talked to you on this show, I believe this is the second time we've had you on the show, at that particular time, I don't believe Mark Walker had gotten in the race. Uh, that's a pretty high-profile name. Uh, we had a similar situation in District Number 8 where you have Mark Harris as probably the most well-known name. Uh, you, you sort of alluded to this at the beginning, but the dynamics have changed in this very competitive primary. How do you break out? What your plan between now and three weeks from today, which is Super Tuesday?
1: Yeah, so I feel like our campaign is definitely surging now. Um, You know, Mark had just announced the last time I was on your show. I had brought out the fact that Mark had signed the term limits pledge. Now he's going back on it. Uh, Mark had run unsuccessfully for Senate governor. And now only after this district was re redistricted from a D plus nine to an R plus 11, a guaranteed win for a Republican, Mark and the other candidates jumped in. I have been in this race from the beginning. I was the nominee last cycle. We won on election day by 5,000 votes. We had a different outcome at the end of the evening due to the addition of the absentee ballots. I never stopped running for this district. I got in the fight when it was hard and we have continued to fight for district six With steadfast resolve, so you know, I think, I think it's a two-horse race. I think it's between Mark and I because of his name recognition. Uh, but I think we are surging, and we have a path to victory.
0: One thing that uh, Beth and I always like to watch, uh, we're both uh, you know, media people our whole lives, and we're interested in how uh, the, the message gets crafted. And we do this for any candidate that comes on. Uh, play the spots. You just, I mean, really just released a new commercial uh, for your campaign. I want to play a little bit of that here, if we Hi, can. Hi, are you voting? this year Christian Castelli for Congress Christian Castelli is a green beret and a decorated combat veteran
1: not a career politician or lobbyist Christian Castelli is a conservative the other candidates are weak Mark Walker walked away from us Bo Hines lifts off a trust fund
0: Addison McDowell is a lobbyist Christian Castelli will secure our border cut spending and defend our Constitution.
1: I'm Christian Castelli, and I approve this
0: message. So there you go, hot off the presses right there, huh?
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's all true. So uh, that's the beauty of the truth. You never have to try and remember it, because it never changes. Uh, You never have to remember the last story told. Uh, Yeah, all those things are true. We had a lot of fun making that commercial. Um, Again, I feel like I'm the best candidate in this field. Uh, I have more foreign policy and national security experience than all of the other candidates combined. And when you look at the global problems America faces, the national problems America faces, and you look, take a deep dive into each one of these candidates, their backgrounds and experience, I hope that the voters out there decide uh, in this primary that I'm the guy that's most qualified for the job, the right guy with the right experience at the right time in America.
2: I want to go back. Um, in that commercial, one of the the women, one of the actors uh, who was talking, said that one of the things that she's excited about with supporting you is that you are going to to secure the uh, the border. And I don't want to belabor the point, but I want to know, and I think our listeners probably want to know what your plan is, how you plan to to, to do that. Yeah, so I'm
1: the actually I'm actually the only candidate in this race that has experience working on a contested border, uh, whether uh, it was in Bosnia and Serbia. Afghanistan, Pakistan. I have worked on international contested borders. And the reason they were contested is they weren't properly defined with a wall or a fence. And then they weren't, uh, they they didn't have uh, good policies that uh, provided for the entry and egress of people that hope to transit those areas. And so uh, I think we finish the wall. I think we do a comprehensive border immigration policy review hearkening back to my Inspector General days. Uh, We properly fund the Border Patrol and federal, state, and local law enforcement. Uh, I have to tell you, I love what Governor Abbott is doing down in Texas and uh, really really support him and his efforts uh, where the federal government is dropping the ball. He's taking the initiative and picking the ball up and running with it.
0: Christian Castelli running for Congress in this crowded D six primary on the GOP side. We appreciate you coming on and uh, I sure we'll talk to you. We have three weeks till the primary, so this is uh, you know, this is the ramp up. So we'll talk to you down the line, I'm sure.
1: Okay. Thank you for having me.
2: Yes, thank sir. Thank you.